Hey there, this is Harriet McClance and I am the co-founder of Her North. Today I want to talk to you ladies about the old ways in Mississippi. Some of you are Southern girls and you're familiar with some of the practices and customs of being in the deep South. But for those of you who are particularly from Mississippi and you were raised similar to the way that I was raised in the church and within our families and communities, then you understand that the, the way you was raised is always with you. You see, I'm so thankful for the experiences that I have had living in Mississippi because I strongly believe that I have had uh, the experiences and, and, and the success that I experienced in my marriage and relationships and, and within the church and the community simply because of some values and beliefs that were instilled within me from my family, some of my family and with and from the church. And this was long before we had um, air conditioned uh, churches and 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 sweet tea and coffee with organic sugar. I'm talking about the old times when we would get the church early enough and it was freezing inside and my granddaddy would light the heaters or one of the deacons would come in with a match and 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 light the heater and the heater looked like that of a cone heater. Y'all know what I'm talking about, those little gas heaters. And we would try to sit beside those heaters so we would come to church early and get a good seat. And this was long before all of the fancy virtual stuff that we have now. But because of that, I learned how to prioritize my relationship with Jesus Christ because church was my extracurricular activity. And see, a lot of times now as, as, as parents and, 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 and as family members, we, we, prioritize other things when it comes to our children and nieces and nephews and, and family members. We want to pay, place a lot of attention on that child uh, uh, making a, a field goal or or getting the ball in the basket or however, whatever you call it, because I don't watch sports, but we don't take our children to vacation Bible school. Do y'all remember vacation Bible school? I'm not talking about school, vacation Bible school, S-K-O-O-L. And this was when we would have an opportunity to get with the people we, we see all the time at church and have cookies and cakes and learn about the different stories in the Bible because that was our extracurricular activity. And see, what, what I didn't realize then was that my, my, my family was establishing uh, an inheritance for me, a godly inheritance. And, and from seeing them prioritize going to Bible study, going to prayer meeting, Sunday school, fall revival, spring revival, summer revival, all these revivals, I was there too. And what it taught me was how to organize my life with God as the center. And so those of you Mississippi girls who may have fallen by the wayside and you were raised up like I was. And y'all know what I'm talking about on Sunday, on Saturday night. Your grandmother, your mama has already started cleaning up and picking the feathers off the chicken because she's going to fry it on Sunday morning. Y'all know what I'm talking about when your mama lay out your slip and your pantyhose on the bed to get you ready for service on Sunday morning. Because now the new generation is, is, is not quite there yet. And it's not because some of them don't want to be, but they're striving and they just wasn't taught some of the principles and the little techniques that we learned in Mississippi growing up. You know, a lot of people like to say Mississippi is at the bottom. You know, Mississippi is at the bottom. 
It's backwoods. But let me tell you something. Without the bottom, you can't hold anything else up top. And I'm so thankful for how I was raised in Mississippi. I'm a proud Mississippi girl. And someday I plan to be able to go back and live in my state because I love the things that I learned there. And that's where it all started for me. I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. I wouldn't be the wife that I am today. I would not have been able to bounce back from some of the great losses that I have had and shame that I have had to bear had it not been for those teachings that I learned in that little old wooden church on that old rock road in the middle of nowhere. You see, I'm so thankful, ladies. Gratitude has a way of helping us reach contentment. Because one thing I think about when I start to complain about laundry I remember hanging out clothes with granny when it was cold outside, having to touch those damp, heavy blue jeans and pin them up on the clothesline and, and having the wind sweeping through my dress and being so cold that I'm standing close to my granny so that we didn't get the wind going straight through us. So that's why when I think I want to complain about washing clothes, I reflect back on a time when I didn't have a dryer in the house and, and, and I didn't have I couldn't put my socks in the washing machine. My grandmama would think that if the clothes were too dirty, they went in the washing machine, that it would tear them up. So I had a foot tub. Y'all know what I'm talking about from Mississippi, that big old round metal tub. She would put lye soap in it. She'd melt the lye soap and pour it in the water. And then she would scrub board in there for me. And she'd say, I need you to scrub these socks clean before I put them in my washing machine. And I would say to myself, why in the world do I have to clean these socks by hand? And she has a washing machine because back then people appreciated what they had. You see, ladies, we've got to learn some of the old ways so that we can thrive now. You see, back in the day, people had less, but they were able to enjoy marriage. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you can marry the wrong person. But when you constantly marry the wrong person and you marry the wrong person again and you marry the wrong person again and you marry the wrong person again, what that says is you may be the wrong person. And you may need to start working on you a little bit more. And that's not judgment. That's just truth. I want to encourage you ladies to try to educate yourself. Read about things. You don't have to have a college degree, but read about things so that you can further your depth of knowledge and learn how to think clearly about situations so that you can make better decisions about your life. You know, I remember uh, being a little girl going to church and looking forward to to coming home because I knew that we had supper cooked. How many of you ladies from Mississippi make sure you have supper ready on Sunday? It's just something about it when you start on Saturday night. You see, I have a ritual in my house. My husband has even started laying his clothes out because I started doing it for him. Because we go to church and because of the pandemic, we may not be able to physically be in the house of the Lord, but we make sure that we carry out our Sunday as if we are still in service and we keep that day holy. I make sure that I don't do anything uh, uh, with this house. I'm not washing clothes. I'm not working in the yard. The only thing I do is wash my dishes and put my food away when we're done having our supper. You see, those old ways 
kept us grounded. And in order for us to make it, we've got to remember some of those ways or learn them. You see, I tell women all the time, you don't just pray to be praying. You pray to thank the Lord for what he has already done and to help get through what you think you may be not. You may not be able to get over, but you also pray for what's to come because it, any day somebody can walk through that door. You get a letter of some news that you were not expecting and it can bring you to your knees. That's the time that we live in. But back in the day, the older people, they say they face some of the same problems, but they made it through it and they live to tell the story. And now God has blessed us so much, but somehow we are more unhappy than we have ever been. So, ladies, those of you from Mississippi. Share what you know with other women. Teach them how to cook, teach them how to create a routine for their family for Sunday. Encourage the women when they fall and, 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 and encourage ladies that when they have a, a, a situation that they're struggling with, with to turn to the Lord and to seek Christian counseling. And don't talk about them. Don't put them down. Create a space of love and support. I've seen a lot of things over the course of my lifetime when it comes to women. But I do my best to operate with a level of grace that I need. I show the grace that I need from God. I'm not perfect with it, but I do the best that I can. So all of you Mississippi women. You know, back in the day, folks looked over Mississippi women, except for these smart men. Now, you got a lot of men that will go to Mississippi to get their wives. And y'all know why I know why y'all go. Y'all come on down to Mississippi to marry us. Because, honey, when you marry a Mississippi woman, it, you're likely to live 100 plus years because that's how well we take care of you. But you got to take care of us, too. Now, mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> so, ladies. Do what's necessary to find your peace. But it begins with that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Learn how to appreciate where you've been, what you've learned on your journey. You may not be uh, the perfect person in this particular area of your life. Nobody is. But we all can grow and get better. And it helps to have some routines in place. Sometimes when I think back to my granny, I start humming a little tune the way she did when she was cooking, because I think that if I hum that little tune, my food will taste like hers. Now, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn, beep, beep, but they say that I can cook even better than her, my granny and my mama. So, you know, God bless y'all and have a great day.